Get your ass off that phone and stop coughing into the microphone. Hey, I didn't really know we were starting. Welcome back to the PLP Podcast, episode number five. This is your boy, Carlos D. This is your girl, Christy. How are you, ma'am? Doing good. How are you? Tired as I don't know what, but I'm here and committed to our craft of another show. Episode five, who would thought we'd have made it? Yes. Five long episodes. Cheers. Oh. Episode Blank, is sponsored Blank. by Sky Infused Citrus Vodka and some fancy lemonade she probably got from Whole Foods because she's a bougie woman. Yes, I did. Actually, I got it from CVS up the street and they have organic sparkling lemonade. May I please put your lips on the microphone so people can hear you? Oh, excuse me. Can you hear me now? Yeah. Why do you got to get organic though? It was You actually, think you white? What, white people can only be healthy and have organic food. Stop being crazy. It was actually so. on sale. I got it two for three. Oh. That was the driving premise being cheap so not healthy exactly cheap. exactly can lemonade even be healthy um no because it has lots of sugar. sugar right i didn't think so but it had organic on the label and it drew me in i think so. that one is a trick just um, to get people to buy stuff i think it is too and i think there's like a body that has to certify if something is really organic or not because anybody can put organic on the label but it may not truly be organic i don't know what I organic think. just means what no pesticides, right? I believe it means no pesticides, and there are like other guidelines you have to follow when growing the fruit or the vegetable. I've been pesticides my whole life, and look at me. So Exactly. So that's why I'm going to keep rocking. Ain't jealous I look better than you? We need to go organic. Anyway, episode anyway. five. Uh, Popping off. So, what are you so tired from? Let's hear. How, I haven't seen you, haven't talked to you. That's a lot. We talk. Give me we an don't update. Talk, but we text every day almost. But it's different talking in person. Um, first, can I, can I finish with my show opening? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Rude as hell. Go ahead. POP Podcast. Like us on oh, yeah. Google Play, Stitcher. Still not on iTunes. Christy couldn't figure it out. <laughs> Thanks for the people who try to help us in the comment box and send us a message, but she don't know how to work Apple, apparently. They don't no. want us to be on iTunes. They want to hate against us and keep us down. But what else is new? That's uh, the man for you. It has something to do with our graphic which we're going to work on why you hate on my graphic that i mean no i think it's a beautiful graphic but oh I, my otherwise God. you want to fight today don't you i do not want to fight you've been very nasty to me you i told you i was tired and irritable before we started you yes. want to stop you're me not up. you're not i don't see the light in your eyes today you're just sort of what about this golden skin though right yeah you are you did tan, get right? tanned did you use sunscreen i know this i'm about to give a psa um the beautiful melanin in our skin is good um but so, all my black people, we can be burnt by the sun. Yes, indeed. And get skin cancer. Please use your sunblock. And that's not just the lighter tone people like, uh, you know, those lighter tone people like you and I. Also, for my beautiful black and chocolate brothers and sisters, you have to use your scum, sunblock. Um, I did use it at times, but mm-hmm. I also was out that thing fronting in the drop top. <laughs> fronting, fronting, stunting Y'all got a everybody. drop top? In the drop top, okay. stunting on everybody, walking with my tank top on because I had to show off these arms and these shoulders and everything. So I did get a little burnt up a back to the back of the back here. I can't see it because I'm touching oh, it. Oh, really? Like behind my, what's this called? 
like behind your neck, for right the, below your the neck. The nape of your neck. Upper yeah, but like back. on this part, like upper back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I got a little. It feels like really tight and burnt back there. Um, you know what? If my aloe vera plant was a little bit healthier, I would tell you to break off did. a piece. Don't Joan on my aloe vera plant. But aloe vera is a good. Yeah, no. So I'm, uh, I'm gonna try to put something on that. there today. Um, also, see that's why I, that's why I should normally just keep your shirt on at the beach. They tell guys to take their shirts off. I don't know why, but they mm-hmm. make it seem like it's wrong to take your shirt off at the beach. Leave it on. That's yeah. another layer of protection from the sun. Because I was at the beach every single day when I was out of town. But that between that and the drop top, you know, I'm, you know, I had the drop top. Okay, drop top and showing off, stunting for the ladies. Had a stunt for had a stunt for him out there. So um, got a little burnt, but feeling good. Definitely got the end of, I mean, even though it was a quick mini vacation, mini vacation blues, got to go back to work tomorrow, unlike some people. Um, <laughs> also, take your own advice when you are off yes. traveling the worlds. I am off to Jamaica tomorrow. I have my sunscreen ready. Mm-hmm. Um, you got your uh, roll of papers? And I will be on the beach. You um, got your uh, pipe? Are you taking a pipe or a bong or are you going to get one when you get there? I'm going to get one when I get there. Do they I, got edibles in Jamaica? I am not. I heard. I'm sure they do, but I just wouldn't trust anybody. I wouldn't trust to buy anything from anybody down there. Last time I was in Jamaica, they was trying to sell you weed straight off the plane. Like the, the dude that was operating the shuttle, like loading your uh, luggage uh-huh. into the shuttle. They they trying to sell you weed. What do they say? You want they some weed? They say you want some weed. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. See, I think I heard that like you can really get in a lot of trouble if they enforce yeah, it be over even weed. But I'll be man. arrested. My son be arrested in Montego boat. Bay. You get to your resort, on the resort, everybody, we, funny story, the last time I was there, uh, it was this white dude, um, I mean, I guess now, it doesn't matter if he was white, but he was a white guy from like South Dakota, he was there for his wedding, it was me and my homegirl, and uh, we on the beach, and uh, he's smoking weed, right, and like way down the beach, he see somebody coming, uh-huh. so he get nervous and like throw his weed into the bushes, uh-huh. or into the sand, and then guess what happened when the guy came up? He was trying to sell, he him, was trying some to sell him some weed. So he threw his weed away. He got all nervous to his weed away just because he thought a guy was coming who also tried to sell him some weed. Well, um, yeah. So, yeah, they, I mean, they, they, they try to get you down on that weed out there. I don't know. Nope, that won't be me. But anything good other thing? Anything new to report? Show-related, unshow-related that you want to talk about? Juicy um, topics? Hot topics, <clears throat> hot takes? Well, I think last episode we talked about dating a little bit. And so basically, long story short, I told myself, I just said to myself, self, I'm ready to meet somebody. I want to meet somebody, start dating. And so since that time, which was Sunday <laughs> or last Sunday, I met three different men. Oh, and the, oh you did the old guy? The old guy. So the first old guy. The uh, first, how many old guys is they, it? They all three were old. So the first old guy. I met him on the way to work. Long story What's short. Old? Did he tell you how old he was? He told me that he was 39. So he probably But when 52. I looked at his pictures, exactly. He's at least 50. And he would not come up off that lie. So remember, I told you Why that. Why didn't he ask for his ID? But let's listen to the story. This is oh. the date that you were supposed to supervise me on. I said I was going to wait until you come back, until I come back from vacation. Oh, and then, you went, but you, you and snuck then I would a date ask him out. I just, we, yeah, so we, I snuck in a date. And uh, yeah, and he and when he when I saw him again in person, he took his sunglasses off. He looked old. I'm like, this dude is lying. You could see it all in his eyes. And I gave him like three chances to come clean on his lie. 
But and you just kept saying, are you sure you're 39? No, it was. Are you sure you're 39? No, what he would do is like he would bring up his age and he would talk about how athletic and how athletic he was and how he ran every morning. He could swim and he had a strong back. So you know what that means. Like nah, what, what person in there that he can get down in the bedroom. That's how that's I what took that it. Means. Oh, see, that's an old man saying. That's so an old that's man term. Old man so you know that you're old and what man in their 30s has to brag about being athletic or being good in the bedroom like I would hope that you are you know at that age you haven't lost any vitality but so when we went out he brought up his age again and he said people are surprised at how good he looks and I'm thinking to myself they're surprised because you're lying about your age to them He he looks old he said he was 39 born in 77 like I checked him on what year he was born in he just gave me this Shit eating So he grin. turned to 40 this year. That's what he says. Mm-hmm. So I basically, I, you know, it took a little bit, but I told him over the phone after the date that I thought he was mine. I didn't want to see him anymore. <laughs> he and said he just did he stay too? And he wanted, to, and he was like, well, why didn't you ask to see my ID? I said, because I wasn't going to ask you in the restaurant to see your ID. And then I'm like, and I think you're lying and you probably have proof to um, back up your lie. Yeah. And he was like, well, let's meet up so I can, so I can show you my stuff. And I was just like, you should have told no. me to text it to you. I, no, I didn't want you to. Didn't and you, I was, plus you didn't like him. And, no. That must be the and thing, he was right. rough around the edges for me. That's what I mean. Went to jail before. I feel like I feel like he had and I was telling my sister about him and um, she was like, well, why do you want to know about his, you know, his past? I'm like, because it matters. Like to me, that matters. And for whatever reason, I had an instinct about it, but I never got around to it. But I felt like he had spent some time in. But like I didn't directly ask him. But anyway, long story short, off the break, you're lying about your age. And I didn't appreciate that. So that was that. And then the other two guys I met were straightforward. You know, I they knew that they were old. older. Yeah. Well, yeah. you meeting all these old men? Well, I met the second old guy at happy hour um, on the 4th of July. How long was I out of town? Well. I missed a lot of stuff. I, no, wait, I just didn't talk to you. All right, so you went But down, anyway, uh, he was older, blah, blah, blah. We exchanged numbers. But he was a type that he was a rolling stone. He probably had like 17, 30-year-old girlfriends. And he was trying to add me to, mm, the, to the roster. To the mix. And then the other guy I met was at the grocery store, and he was, was he 62. Also old man? Oh, God. He Damn. was 62. He approached you or you approached him? He approached me. We were looking Damn. at granola bars, and he approached me, and we started talking about the ingredients and healthy living and all this other stuff. And we ended up just, I like, I took his number. And then after Damn. I thought about it, I'm like, you Pop know what? Still got, that's like older than your mother. It you is. Talk about with her. And it, well. Go ahead and see it. Ain't your mom. I'm about to call her her name. Hey, Miss uh, Mama, Mama Christy, Christy single. Mama Mama Christy don't know this story. Okay. I haven't told her this story. You but, might want to slide that number to her. But anyway, after I thought about it, I told him he was too old. He was like, <laughs> I agree. But then today I woke He's up like, to a text message. Hey, beautiful. <laughs> a long text message. And he was like, you know, just reconsider. Think about it. I haven't responded. He like, AJ number the number. Because that's what I was thinking, but then I'm like, plan. but you know what he did? But he didn't look 62. Okay, I would say so he, he was maybe like fresh. 52, which was cool. Like just be honest about your age. So that's all that's man. new. That's a lot with of old me. men at you. I know, I know. But mm-hmm. you know, I do. You know, I don't mind like an older guy, but I've never been dealt with a guy that was that much older. See, when an older lady tried to holler at me, I felt bad because I was like, you think you can get me? I mean, you uh-huh. like 50 something years old. You trying to holler at me, and I'm like 30 something. Did she look? 50? I looked that. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh. I was like, do I look that bad that damn she think that we <laughs> we the same age or something? Or 
she can get at me at her old advanced age. Well, that's not that's not advanced age. But no, it's not advanced at all. She, I mean, I'm not dating somebody that's my mother's age. My mother is still in her fifties. Well, can't I'm be pretty sure she wasn't 50. trying to date. She was probably trying to get you in the sack. Mm. Like, does it still work? Yeah. Yes, yours still works. Ours in still works. Yes. Seriously. Yes, people have sex when I they get older. It, I thought it dried up at like some point. I don't. I mean, maybe, but then you probably get like female uh, Viagra or something. Is that is that real? We do. There is a female okay. product, but see, that's the crazy thing about it. Everybody knows about Viagra, but I can't tell you the name of the I don't drug. Know if that exists. I thought yes, it was just it like is. lube. I'm gonna look it up. I'm gonna look uh, it up. You don't gotta right look it up right now. now. We trying to do our job. I do. I want to look it up to know. Nice. But anyway, so. And the other update was I tried to support a black-owned business this weekend. And when I got there, it was like 1 o'clock, one thirty. The business opened, according to the website, at 11 Mm o'clock. We got there. The door was locked. But there were people inside. Like, the staff members were there. So we knocked on the door. They came to the door. And they were like, oh, our chef isn't here yet. But if you want something quick, I can go back and cook it for you. And I was just like, we were just like, no. And we turned what around kind of and left out. It was a Caribbean restaurant in Colombia. It was just it an older, uh, who, who told you they would cook for you? Was it like an old grandma? No, it was like um, just a woman. I, I don't know how old she was. It was just like a, a woman who worked there who was not the chef. Oh, okay. If it was old grandma, I would let her do it. Because old grandmas, mm-hmm. they know what they can do. Nah, but like, nah, you're not going back and throwing something together. Just throwing something in the pot. She might have been one of the best chefs, but she may have been in the pre-show. Yeah, no, I, I didn't trust it. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing about you want to support businesses. And I'm all for supporting black businesses. But like I was saying, um, when we were talking about the black movies, yeah. I'm all also for supporting. I'm not supposed to give you my money just because you are black if you're not giving me a good product. Because uh-huh. that's, you know, that's like a slap. I mean, that's, that's not beneficial to... I mean, it's good to have a black business, but if it's a bad black business, that's only going to spread the nerve that black people don't really care about their businesses or they do half-ass jobs. Right. And then somebody who may not be as generous with their dollars to black businesses go to this one time, and then they write off all black businesses because this black business is bad. So I'm all for uh, definitely supporting black businesses, but they you know, they still got to be worth your dollar. Don't give right. people money just because they can't. Uh, especially if that seems like really well, it was like one o'clock, one thirty in the afternoon, yeah, and y'all open at, open at eleven, and your chef hadn't been there all day. Like yeah. that's just so it was like seems 10, unprofessional. Minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't know. Maybe if you're in the area again, and you uh-huh. fill up to give them another shot. But I wouldn't go out of my way to try to go back to a business, you know, black or white or whatever it is that wasn't actually good to me. Yeah, you're right. As a customer, you're right. Even though we can get bad service at like, you know, a McDonald's or well, Chick-fil-A anyway. and still go back. But we kind of do, we give it harder to black businesses. Like we don't give them People say that a, a lot, lot of second though. chances. That so I am definitely going to go back and try to give the restaurant another chance. I, see, I, people always use that like that big example though. It's yeah. like, as far as like, we'll go back to like a McDonald's or, but we are used to also that this is a big chain and this is just kind of what you would generally expect from a chain as opposed to um, normally when you deal with like mom and pop shops or like more independent businesses you, right. you kind of go to those places because you expect a little bit more customer service than you would from these big chain places so, yeah. that, so you know, people always kind of say okay well yeah we'll go back to this horrible McDonald's four or five times but it's not exactly a one on one comparison because the whole point of going to like a small or independent business is that you get that extra customer service in addition to a good product mm-hmm. if I'm going to McDonald's I'm going there because there are a lot of them it's convenient not necessarily because I want to support this McDonald's corporation, just because I want something quick and right. normally cheap and that can get fast. 
Whereas I want to, you know, really make my dollars work and I want to go somewhere I'm really going to kind of get a bang for my buck. Yeah. But yeah, definitely support black businesses if they treat you right. That's the way any business. Don't let any business treat you bad, though, right? That's true. That's true. So uh, we're going round and round about the same thing. All right. So what are we talking about today? All right. So topic of the week, um, uh, you know, within the last, since we came out, I think the day after we dropped the last album, Jay-Z came out with his album for, what is it called? 444. I have not heard yes. it. I'm not really interested in talking about the album. It's a itself. great album. I love it. Oh, okay. So I, I heard one song because I don't listen to music. You know, which I song did to music. you hear? Can I finish? Uh huh. I stopped listening to music in September of 1997, so I don't really listen to new music. Um, but uh, I heard um, was it Black Light OJ? I'm not OJ. Yeah. OJ's not black. No, it's called. Let me pull up. OJ not OJ's not black, right? No, it's. It has o- the story of OJ. Okay, something about OJ now because you know the famous thing is OJ said, uh, "I'm not black, I'm OJ." Right. Because he was you know trying to blend into, I guess the community that it ex- the white community or whatever it may be. Uh, not the point. We're not talking about race. Race. We're more talking about. So anyway, so Jay Z came out 444. Uh, a lot of people said that was a response to Lemonade, which was supposedly a response to Jay Z cheating on Beyonce. So, and then, so a lot of people, not even about the album itself, but a lot of the comments were like, how dare Jay-Z cheat on Beyonce? Mm -hmm. Uh, So that led me to think like, not about cheating itself, but about like monogamy in general. Like, is that something that's natural or something that we as people should be so hard pressed to kind of engage in? Human beings are animals. We're of course more evolved than the animals or or on a higher level than regular animals. But as far as like the species of animals on the planet, very few of them practice in monogamy, like lifetime monogamy. I pick one partner. I stay with them the rest of my life. Uh, so I'm just kind of getting into, is that even something that's natural or something that we should probably reevaluate as far as what we should do? So I just kind of want your thoughts and opinions on that. We'll go like the broad, you know, just an original first reaction as to whether we should have monogamy or not. Then we can get into like kind of the different aspects of it. That's heavy. Um, I think monogamy is something great and excellent to aspire to um but it's difficult to do when it takes a lot of work and not everybody can do it and some for some people for whatever reason um it's impossible um you know and it has a good social value as far as if you're together with one person for the rest of your life then hopefully you can have kids and raise them to you know find partners and have kids and continue to grow families and I think it's it's good for I think like building families and all that other American dream type stuff but I don't think I don't think monogamy is natural um, or else it wouldn't be so hard for some people to to do or achieve and I think we talked about this in another episode in an earlier episode that it's just going to be hard to find somebody that fulfills all your needs and then you change so like if you get married at like 20 by the time you're 40 you're not going to be that same exact person mm. you might have changed you might be attracted to something different your partner might have changed you guys just might have fallen out of love and it's time to like separate and you know go on your own so i feel like there's a lot of like different little but well, I mean, I think for me, that I think that's definitely the toughest part about mm-hmm. this whole idea of monogamy is not that it's hard to do in a moment or in a short time frame, but when you're talking about the rest of your life, uh, that's when it kind of to me gets kind of into a difficult situation where like this is kind of 
hard to envision it actually working out because like you said when i'm okay i'm 20 now or when I, when i was 15 i wasn't the same as i was when i was 25 uh and as we go through life we're not gonna be the same person so it's hard for me to say okay now because i like her or i'm interested in this person now that i'm still gonna be interested in this person and i'm suspected to just be with them for 50 years right when we change and we evolve and we like different things and get different interests uh, so that's where the difficult part of it is. You know, would it be feasible for us to get certain, I mean, certain positive stuff from one person and get it from another person? But and I guess that's not really realistic because then you'd be in like a bunch of different relationships as opposed to one sturdy one. Right. And then, I mean, just because you're not getting your needs fulfilled by your wife or your husband or your life partner, you can get things from other people, but it doesn't mean that you're like cheating or being, or, you know, not honoring um, your relationship like you can have friends outside of your marriage or whatever that fulfill like certain needs that you have or not even needs but you just like that's why you have different social circles and different friends as well to um, sort of fulfill what you who you are and fulfill things that your partner doesn't necessarily give to you because they can't for whatever reason or mm. they don't what do you think is the hardest part is it like uh, the sexual part of it is it not getting the emotional stuff, the intellectual stuff. Who do you think is the hardest part for you know staying a monogamous or committing yourself to one person? Mm, well, I've never had a problem with being monogamous in my what two little long term relationships I've had. Um, but I would say I think it's the I think it's all three. Probably the emotional and the sexual are like the hardest. You think things. so? Yeah. You think it's a harder for a, a guy or a girl? I think for a guy, it's harder. You know, they're always, you know, they see something nice walking past. They might have a thought in their mind, like, "Oh, I wonder what that's like," and they might be. But I feel like girls or women do the same thing, but they just don't want to like. Like it's it's like a fleeting. We yeah, we don't want to. It's like it's not like we want to cheat. We be like, oh, he looks good, but it's not like, oh my god, like let me chase, get his number so we can ultimately hook up. It'll just be like, oh, like he looks good, but you know, nothing more. But I'm saying that's like a natural. I feel like that's a, also just a natural part of just our normal human instincts is that, and people act like, oh, I only got eyes for my wife, I only got eyes for my husband. That's, you know, physically it's impossible unless you right. just never look at other people to say that I'm only uh, interested in or sexually attracted to my partner. You know, that's not really a realistic thing. You know, whether you choose to act on it, that's when we are different from the animals because with the animals, uh, most animals, if they see something they're attracted to and the other partner is, uh, is you know, in heat or whatever it may be, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. then they just do it. You know, they right. don't have any problems stopping them. With us, we actually have the ability not to give into just carnal desires. We can stop we can think about stuff. We can see how it's going to affect us in our lives. No, you know, not everybody does that because some people are just more selfish than other people. Um, but you know, I think that's definitely one of the toughest aspects of it is that we, uh, you know, are attracted to other people. We right. do have this desire to be with other people, um, and like, I guess in that kind of way, uh, and also I guess it's just a natural desire well not for everybody but a desire to kind of what they always talk about like spread your seed around what you never heard of this before so like like so so your royal oats well well for us because you know we are some of the few animals that actually use sex for pleasure so it's not exactly the same thing but you'll see like in most other animals they will have sex because they they just got this natural 
it's a natural thing inside of them to procreate as much as possible because it just spreads them around. Right. Okay. Um, you know, us we do sex for pleasure, so it's not the exactly the same thing because mm-hmm. every time we have sex, we're, we're not having a kid out of it or not right. trying to. Um, but it's still kind of the desire to kind of just be with a lot of different people, and that's not really? every single person. Yeah, that's not so every men. So, so okay, I've never heard that before. That men have a desire to be with a whole lot of different people. I've never because, heard that expressed. And then you, but you, 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 you see it in like, and it's also what we're taught as far as society goes, because you mm-hmm. see it in a double standard where, you know, if guys start having sex early, or guys start having sex with a bunch of different women. You know, they just like cool or they like studs, but it, right, the same is reversed the, for women. Okay, I see what you're they, saying. They, mm-hmm. you know, I look down on. So society right. teaches us men that it's cool or acceptable for us to, you know, you're supposed to be with a lot of different women. Stop breaking stuff. Sorry. You're supposed to be with a lot of different women. Um, it's natural for us to kind of get out there even at young ages. And you'll see it a lot of times, even like, I don't know how it is with women, to young, your older woman to younger woman, mm-hmm. but at young ages, you'll have older uncles or older brothers, or older cousins, and they'll be talking to you about uh, this inappropriate sex stuff because they like supposed to be, I guess, teaching you or gearing you up to be like the manly man, man, man yeah. to do stuff like that. And for women, we're told, you know, keep your legs closed, um, you know, just be friends with a guy, you know, don't take it too seriously, have friends, and to save yourself for, you know, the person that you really want to be with. Yeah, we're not taught to, you know, nobody's like, you know, go open your legs for every man that you meet. Nobody has ever given that lesson. Yeah, it's not normally what they teach people. So between what I think is actual natural desire, not just, I think women have it too, but because society tells them to kind of repress it, yeah. it is a natural desire to seek out pleasure. You know, we we do, like I said, we're one of the few species that have sex for pleasure. Not even just talking about sex, but just pleasure in general. You seek out things that feel good to you because they make you feel better. They pick mm-hmm. you up, whether that be sex, whether it be uh, some people like to exercise a lot because that makes them feel good, read books or whatever it may yes. be. You get like this, all these yeah. types of different things. So we're taught or we're as people to seek out these things because they make us feel, feel better. better and not on that they like improve, you know, happiness can improve your just overall mood, not just so, so between that and then what society teaches men, I think that's what we men, I think definitely have the hardest part with the sexual aspect of it. And because a lot of times also the reverse is that it's like they, even though we the same uh, species as far as men and women, mm-hmm. they teach us to be totally different people. So it kind of makes it so that we don't end up being compatible because they teach us, you know, men about, okay, sex is what we should be after. We should be seeking that type of stuff. And then at the same time, they teach us as far as the negative, not to be emotionally open, right. not to be vulnerable. Not to want to women talk are taught stuff. to be exactly. emotionally open, but, but we're don't supposed have to be sex. partners for each other. Yeah. So then you get into the state where guys, women want to get, and that's why women. Well, I, don't, I shouldn't say because I don't know if it's a study, but mm-hmm. you'll see a lot of times women get to the state where they don't necessarily. They may also have sexual cheating, but they get into the state where they do like emotional affairs, where mm-hmm. they replace the fact that they now have a sex with other men. But they replace the fact that their partner is not giving them that emotional support that they need right. by getting friends outside of the relationship or partners or buddies. And that's how some men slide in there. Exactly. Yeah. So a lot of men, they, they know lurking. that. They prey on they that. They prey on that. They prey on this lady who needs a lot of emotional stuff. They act like, oh, I'm just here. This is a supporting thing. And then down the line, as you do get more emotionally attached to this person, get, you, you, you kind of loosen up those types of feelings for sexual things because that's what they teach you know, and I, don't, I, don't, I can't speak for a woman because I don't know, mm-hmm. but that's what I, from what I understand, they teach girls that, you know, you should be having 
these sexual thoughts about you know your emotional partner or people you're in love with and stuff like that. So as you, you go sh- to get mo- you should. So as right. you go to get most more mostly attached to these people, then that's when you get loose enough to want to have sex with people. Right. With guys, we and that's you we'll can just go straight to two. yeah. We'll be yeah. like, okay, there's another girl. I find her attractive. I had sex with her. It don't really mean anything as far as I'm in love with her. I just had sex with her. We can kind of separate those things. And a lot of times, I'm not saying all women, because a lot of women can just have sex. Mm -hmm. And I guess, especially as we get into a more of a society where they are welcome, it's more welcome to be open and sexually adventurous or sexually confident. Right. Um, Where even if somebody says something negative about that or anything about you trying to, as far as women shaming her everything is shaming you know if you say somebody shouldn't be doing something stop shaming women uh mm-hmm. we saw with this I, I don't keep up with it but i you know i listen to a lot of podcasts and they were talking about this uh what's the guy's name the kardashian oh dude. i knew you were gonna bring uh, this up in black china but we saw that so if, yeah. if she puts her naked body on the internet pride is allowed to do it if he's doing it he's slut shaming her right. and i'm not saying he Revenge should be allowed porn. to do it he definitely should not be putting anything uh he shouldn't yeah like that's wrong but However, is, like within the context and where she came from and what is out there, it ain't nothing new. Everybody, everybody has already seen your titties and your butt and your private parts. Like, mm-hmm. so it's nothing new that's out there. But she is now the story has the tide has turned a little bit. And she's like, hey, like you did. This was wrong. You shouldn't have done this to me, even though all that stuff is out there. And I think people are, you know, starting to bash the Kardashian brother and sort of go on her side, but I'm just like, girl, you, you I mean, messed. You, that that was both of y'all are messed up. Oh no, they both like yeah. that people. I don't know enough about it, but just yeah, just the fact that, but that show you kind of where we are in society. But like mm-hmm. this was even like ten or twenty years ago, if he had did a similar thing, nobody would been like nothing but giving him high fives because he, uh, well, I guess she don't want to dog him out, but he got yeah. revenge on a girl who. Was already out there. Him. You ain't really, yeah. yeah. Or they'd be like, oh, well, well, you know, her ass all over. Who cares? But now it's, it's bad to do stuff. And I, I mean, I agree. You shouldn't, exactly. I always say you should, you should not stop a woman from wanting to be sexually free. Because for one, it's a, as a guy, it's in your own, it's against your interest. <laughs> That's like, the only reason. No, I'm just, but I'm saying that if you want to have, if you want to have out to have sex with women, there has to be women that wouldn't have sex with you. Mm-hmm. But that's good, you know that goes by that whole thing where the guys want a bunch of women, but then they want to find one woman who's been with nobody. Yeah, because that's the one they going to marry. But uh, like everybody has a past, everybody's going with a bunch of people. That's funny. I was talking to a friend the other day, and there was this guy that we were talking about this guy that we went to high school with, and apparently he had been around the block with several women that worked in a school, and it was one person who would not have sex with him at all and that's the one that he ended up marrying so you know she knew that he had slept around everybody knew that he had slept around but i guess in the end he was just waiting on her and he's the one that um chose her which or he's she's the one that he chose yeah i wonder how that it ultimately ended up working out yeah like can you go from and i and that's another thing i think guys think they think okay we can do this we get it all out of our system we go through what they call, you know, like a whole phase where we run the streets, be wild, be mm-hmm. whoever we want to be. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden we're supposed to be able to turn that off when we're supposed to, you know, allegedly find this one woman. That's not even, that's not realistic too. You can't go from being a guy who's having sex with a bunch of people 
and then just say, okay, now I'm sexually well, satisfied. From the beginning, I guess you could, it, but you, I, I, mean, I feel like that'd be hard as I don't know what. In the beginning, men shouldn't be taught or it shouldn't be normalized for men to be sleeping around with a whole bunch of people in the first place. You know, it's not good for anybody. You got STDs out here. You don't want to mess, mess around and uh, sleep with a crazy person and have a stalker. You don't want to, you know, you know, mess up and maybe have a child when you're not, not mess up, but you don't want to be in a situation where you have a kid on the way and you're not ready for it. So technically, you know, neither sex should be taught to sleep around. And no, it's not an on and off switch. You can't like turn it off and on, but you raise like a lot of really good points that I hadn't even, I hadn't even thought about um, before in regard to monogamy and how That's we're socialized the the and how we're like <laughs> opposite, we're taught opposite things, but then are expected to be coupled together. Um, yes, a lot of a lot of issues, and that's the reason why monogamy doesn't work. Well, you should say it doesn't work. I mean, you know, it has it to work works, sometimes. It works works for sometimes. I, I wouldn't say it's completely um, like a hundred percent. You might have seventy five percent monogamy and twenty five percent cheating. But what's cheating though? I guess what is cheating though? I think it's, it depends just on, sex? it depends is on it how flirting? you it depends on how you define it in your relationship. It could be sex. It could be um, texting somebody you shouldn't be texting. It could be looking at some liking somebody else's picture on Instagram. You know, like real shallow that, stuff that like that. Patty. Um, I'm not on Instagram. It could be, but I've heard somebody say cheating is anything that you wouldn't do with another person if your significant other was right next to you. So if you wouldn't flirt with another man or woman, if you wouldn't touch somebody else's butt, you wouldn't sleep with somebody else in front of your partner, then that's, that situation that's would be cheating. considered cheating. Mm, I Which know. I think is a pretty good um, definition. So anything that. you wouldn't do? Anything you wouldn't do, anything that you know your partner would not would approve of. of. Yeah. Okay. Could be considered cheating. I mean, I guess that's something you got to talk about within your own you know, relationship yeah. to see how that's going to work out. Because, mm-hmm. you know, some like flirting. I like a like, I like a like flirt. My yes. life is fun. I mean, yeah, flirting is just flirting, fun in I general. Mean, it happen. Yeah, it is fun. I mean, know. I guess that the, when you start cro- when I would think start crossing the line is okay. Let's say we out and you flirt with somebody, but when you start doing stuff that's going to keep you in contact with the person, I think that's when I would be like, you know, now it's going to be more past flirting. Yeah, right. if you like, oh, let me get the number or exchange numbers at the end of the night. Dumb flirting. What about you know? I don't go to the club as much as anymore, but let's say dance with another person in the club. That's and you not, know how we be dancing. Mm. Uh, <laughs> yes, I know how you be dancing. No, I thought you be twerking um, in the club. I do not. I saw you twerking in your little short shorts that time. <laughs> Whatever. Popping it. You, you, he's lying, Popping, folks. Popping it in the hashtag uh, on the what wall. What was your question again? No, oh, dancing, dancing in the club is not cheating. Like nah. Even that slow grinding? The slow, I mean, it's just, it's inappropriate. But like, because I'm saying, if you're girlfriend or your wife was in there slow grinding on some other dude you will be upset so you shouldn't be doing it on anybody else so yeah but back to like the initial question was uh you said you read some comments and people were like so surprised that jay-z cheated on beyonce they're human at the end of the day yeah i guess you know people get into this mindset that oh beyonce can you know she's a beautiful woman of course she's a beautiful woman because you have the people that worship her yeah how and then they look at Jay Z and Jay Z is not is not a good looking guy, right? Um, well, not you know, he's not good the looking, most handsome. Yeah. He's not a, he's no Denzel Washington. Yeah, he's not like a guy that you expect a woman as beautiful as Beyonce to be with. Right. But then that also goes back to what they always tell us about women and men. 
men we care more about the visual aspect of things that's true. and then women care more about the personality yeah. and from yeah. what i understand jay-z might be a good personality i don't know the guy he seemed like kind of like a, not like yeah like a great personality but he seemed kind of smooth like a, like a cool kind of dude not like I guess not smooth but like cool I'm, I wish you guys could see my face because my uh, face is all not, scrunched up like I don't, I don't see the I don't know if I'm attraction right. but, but no like, I, I know what you're saying but I don't picture him having it he, to me I mean he no. just makes music and does well and they just happen to be together yeah but so. I think that's kind of what the aspect was a part of it was like how dare this camel face looking dude I mean I'm not saying that he a camel face this is what a comment was saying like right. this camel face looking ugmo cheat on Beyonce when she is so good looking and all this stuff mm-hmm. but I get but like you said end of the day they're humans and end of the day like they always say all the time no matter how good you look or how attractive you may be there's somebody that is probably tired of you in some aspect or another maybe tired yes. of having sex with you maybe yep. tired of being around you Maybe they're just not clicking with you or vibing with you because they just and and I think it's natural. And then you can also snap back from that. Just because they ain't feeling you this month doesn't mean that a couple months from now y'all aren't back on one accord. You know, nothing is like a hundred percent all the time. You're gonna like ebb back and forth, and so well, yeah. And that's the hard part about the monogamy thing is a lot of people they'll get into okay, this is a bad funk, and it's do they ride it out. Mm-hmm. And you know, hope that it's going to get better. I'm not saying you ride it off for the rest of your life, but you know, with anything, you hit bad, you know, good and bad passes. Everybody not always want to up climb their whole lives, right? And then it just depends on whether you want to commit to staying into that tough period, period, or saying, mm-hmm. okay, I don't want to be involved in this no more. So apparently, mm-hmm. with them, if and if, who knows, this might also be a show. They I, don't, I don't think so. Yeah, I mean, That's the day, they, they keep so. saying that you know they're just trying to sell records, but I wouldn't be trying but to sell. I don't records. think it's just them trying to sell records. They Neither. have historically not needed any help selling records. Right. These are two of the people who, while uh, record the Eric industry, people don't sell records anymore. Mm-hmm. If Jay Z put out an album, he's still gonna probably be number one, and it's not gonna be the number one where uh, some people nowadays you, you sell seventy five thousand copies, you can have the number one album. Yeah. And you know that's like they, you still say, "Oh, I got a number one album," even though back in the day. When we when when people had to buy CDs and we didn't get so much music for free, selling seventy five thousand copies wouldn't have been no big opening week numbers. But you still got a Jay Z who can put out you know right. can sell five hundred thousand copies in a week. Uh, Beyonce she put out an album. She only had to do promotion for it. you, so that when she dropped a couple of albums with no promotion and still was selling seven hundred six hundred thousand copies in the first week. Yeah. So that's why I don't think it's a gimmick thing. No. Um, it really happened, and they put it in their music. Yeah, it's and different. But you're also money. not used to them being as, uh, well, I, I guess. What were you going to say, as that, open? As open as about that part of their lives. But then I don't, I think everything was like honky dory and then stuff got real with the, in the elevator. And then it was just like, we got to get this possibly. out, make some good old music. Yeah, especially Jay-Z. I think, I'm, like I said, I haven't heard the album, but from people said it's like his most it's just, honest album. It's honest. Like, he got, like his old mom, he talked about his life or mm-hmm. like the life he had where he was like selling dope and stuff like that. And how well, and he's trying to like maybe, but it's like open emotional honesty, right? And he's also trying to give advice about how to build wealth within our communities. And it's funny because now there's me, he released his concert tour dates, and apparently tickets are like two, three hundred dollars. But there's um, which is crazy. I saw him for seventy five dollars in two thousand nine at the Dodge Theater in Phoenix, Arizona. Did you? Yeah, and I was in like the middle. I had a good, pretty good seat. So there's this meme out that's saying like, because there's a, in one of his songs he goes, um, he talks about, and he kind of got some flag for this, but he said the reason why Jewish people have wealth is because they 
they're like a community. They work together. They support one another. He didn't exactly say this in the song, but he was like, do you know why Jewish people have a lot of wealth? It's because they own like all the buildings in America, which is not true. And then he says something about, you know, what's better than spending money in a strip club? Credit. And so there are memes that say, you know, what's better than spending $300 on a Jay-Z ticket? Credit. Okay. So it's no, like, sure. how are you going to like be rapping about put your spend your money wisely and then have these outrageous concert tickets, which then you know the artists don't have control over how much Ticketmaster is going to sell a ticket yeah. for. And you don't um, have to go. And, and then you can't uh, afford it. And you don't I, have what to go. But then don't still, blow money on things with you not. I set know, up right. but you're. But I would. I would guess that a majority of his fans can't afford a two three hundred dollar ticket. And no, granted, they do have fifty five nosebleed level tickets that people can afford but that was like one of the first things i i laughed at that meme because i was like yeah that's true i like i mean i used to look i haven't like i'm not like but i haven't listened to jay-z's latest work the last couple albums because i just kind of stopped i stopped listening to music in september 1997 oh lord um we have to do an episode about this september 1997 i stopped listening to music there to me and like i said this was 2009 when i was out in arizona i'm sorry martin i just don't want to go to arizona that was the worst shorty doo-wop impression I ever heard in my life. That was the best shorty doo-wop impression ever. Anyway, his concert maybe changed his system, but it wasn't that good. <laughs> like a rap, like a, he a rapper, so all he do is kind of walk back stand, and forth on stage right. and rap. Yeah, I don't want to go so see So it that wasn't either. that interesting. So maybe, maybe he jazzed it up a little bit, but I don't imagine the concert being much more than him rapping. Yeah. And like he's not doing dances, he's not doing flips. He ain't had like a bunch of pyrotechnics. <laughs> he was just kind of like rapping. And I was like, oh, this is cool because I never no saw Jay-Z machine. in concert. No, not really. He had like a big giant screen. The most he had was a big giant screen and it had like graphics on the back of it. Oh. And then like he had a part where, um, you know, he did a set or whatever. And at the end, he was like, he let you throw out a song. And if he remembered it, he would kind of rap it. Mm-hmm. So if you say like, uh, do the, the evils or some of his other work, he would do it. But some of them, he was like, I can't remember. Because <laughs> I mean, he doesn't write anything down. Uh, you know, I mean, I guess you just, I so, think when you I, do a bunch of songs, you're not going to remember all these. Yeah. So he was like, can you start it for me? And, uh, <laughs> and then another cool thing was he gave then us he hat away. he jump in when he get to the chorus. He gave us hat away. And uh-huh. then somebody stole it from this other lady. And she was like, he, she stole the hat. He was like, hey, possessions is not tempting for the law. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, what you want me to do? Jump down there and snatch the bathroom? You shouldn't have let him take the hat from me. Oh, that was a good one. So, um, but, okay, now we just talk about Jay-Z concert uh, <laughs> performance. But the, I mean, the point is, monogamy is tough. Uh, stay with one person the rest of your life is tough. You have to decide. But what, not impossible. No, not impossible. People have done it. It's usually a lot of, uh, see, I, don't, see, I hate to say just usually because I don't know this for a fact. Mm-hmm. But for me, from what I've known, it's usually it's, it's people definitely from an older generation because mm-hmm. uh, even my grandparents, they were together 50 plus years, uh, still married until they, uh, my grandfather passed away. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they did not live, they lived in the same house. But from the time, well, he was gone. Because I, 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 I spent a lot of time with my grandparents when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. But I don't really remember him really being around until I was like 10 years old. So I'm not sure where he was in that time frame. But I know at some point he had left the yeah. home. And then mm-hmm. when he came back to the home, for the rest of his life, 20 plus more years, they stayed in the same house, but they did not share a bed. My grandfather lived in the basement. My grandmother lived, you know, on the regular level of the uh-huh. house. So they, you know, they did not share a bed, even though they were married. They still celebrated anniversaries. They still, of course, we were all together as a family, family events. They were still together. But 
Is that saying that's a successful marriage because they never stopped being married, even though they didn't well, really live in Well, it didn't mean couple? that nobody snuck up or down the stairs no, in the middle of the night to get some. Like you never know. You, I guarantee you that. You never know. All right. But, even uh, but no, I, I think it, if they define it as success, then like, yeah. But, but it also is just a success, the fact that they... We still like, together. They still together, but... Yeah. It, it, and they're kind of done that dynamic flip because my grandmother she didn't really have a job she didn't really have a yeah. skill she married my grandfather when she was about like 20 years old mm-hmm. he was like 22 so she went straight into kind of a life of a housewife um, when I was a kid she did a lot like a lot of babysitting mm-hmm. but she wasn't like this licensed babysitter where you make a lot of money you can charge a lot of money she was charging like $25 a kid if that Yeah. so it was a lot different for them because she why, why she could do that that's how she kind of like paid her bills and stuff. Uh, when she stopped getting out of there, when the kids got too old, or when no more kids left, he um, had his pension from when he retired from his job, and then uh-huh. he also worked. He drove like hearses. He drove like a limousine and a hearse for like a funeral company. Mm-hmm. So it's flipped back to the point where now he was basically back to taking care of her again because he was paying the bills. Right. It was. I mean, it was their house the whole time, but mm-hmm. so it wasn't like. Even if they weren't happy at sixty something years old, she so gonna, it was they gonna go more like a. Ways. I don't want to say that there wasn't love or family no, values there, but it was like a financial, yeah. not a financial arrangement. It was more but, like just like cohabitation, and then yeah. at the point they were just taking care of each other in yeah. different ways. And that's because she definitely took care of the fact that she still kept the house clean. She still cooked, you know, him meals and made him food and all that type of stuff. Made us I, all dinner. I would. That's. I mean, maybe that's a good marriage because can really. Well, I'm not saying like, it was good or bad. That's what well, I'm Well, but I'm saying, no, like, we were also taught as women to, or, I, well, yeah, I think as women, you're supposed to marry the person that you fall in love with, and you have this whole idea about soulmates and love, 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 romance, 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 and all that stuff. I mean, I think it's there in the beginning, but I think some of that stuff fades, and it just comes to, okay, I love this person, but I don't have the butterflies anymore, but I love and I care about this person, and we just go on, like, but that's another thing. Can you keep that spark forever? Is that something that you think you can realistically have those same butterfly feelings? I'm not saying people don't do it. Yeah, I think some couples have claim that it. Charge yeah. up feeling about a person, especially when you go through so much in life, ups and downs together. Yeah, that may like tear some people apart or bring people closer together. Mm-hmm. You kind of go through all that flow of it. Can you keep that spark the rest of your life? I don't. I. I mean, I feel like I'm being kind of negative, but I, this is just how I feel. No. I don't think Just you can keep that spark for the rest of your life. And maybe you shouldn't, we shouldn't marry or want to be with somebody solely or only because we love them or we have this spark because, you know, our love for them might change and the spark might fade away. It's not going to be there at the same level it was in the beginning. That's not, it's not actually being negative. I think it's just being real. Um, but then you will hear like some people claim that they have the spark. It's, you know, they still hold hands. They still do all the stuff that they did in the beginning of their relationship. I feel like it was a couple on um, Oprah talking about, you know, how much they still loved each other after so many years of marriage. And it just seemed like, wow, because you see other relationships and they've been together for decades. And it's like, they just together because they together and you don't see the love there. They, they just, they just together. Um, and I think more often than not, it's the latter that, you know, we're together. Yeah, I think, um, but I think also that's a generational thing. So mm-hmm. I think nowadays they teach us, they, well, they definitely teach, I think it was kind of transitioning when we was like being kids, but they definitely teach kids nowadays that if you 
are not satisfied about something or not liking something, whether it be a job, a relationship, or whatever it may be. Quit, break quit up. Get out of send it. Send a text message. Yeah, you don't have to be on... <laughs> like, back in the day, they taught you... Stick with stick it. Stick with it or work it out. Or once you commit yeah. to this, you committed mm-hmm. to it. But in this generation or the generation, like, between us and the ones that are now, they teach us, basically, you don't have to settle for stuff just because you are supposed to... Or you said you... Right. I do this time or you said you would do it. If you don't like something, get out of it. But the message also needs to be okay if you don't like something get out of it it should also be take your time don't rush into yeah. don't rush know. into it and don't rush right. out of it because a lot yeah. of people the first time of any type of thing they like okay I don't like this I quit mm-hmm. when they could probably work through it and maybe even be better on the other side of it Yeah. but that's you know like I said that takes work as opposed to quitting is easy get, yeah. just stop doing anything is, is a lot easier to start doing something or, or maintain doing it you see it every day, especially with exercise. Not all it is to get build up to like exercising, and then you stop doing it for like a day, and you're like, oh, okay, it's easier for me not to go back. Yeah, yeah. Uh, not you, Miss uh, Strength Chain, five days a week. Yeah. Just trying to get that bikini body ready. Trying I guess. to get that bikini body ready for Jamaica. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah. So, so, what's the moral of the story? The moral of the story is that monogamy. Mm-hmm. It's like playing a violin. It's hard to do, and not everybody can do it. Period. Okay. I have my arms raised in the air. <laughs> I like I my know little if that one analogy. Made any sense at all. Yes, it is. Not everybody can do it, and those that do it, they're doing it, and it's hard to do it. It may look easy. The music but sounds good. That, yeah, you should have ended with that. You should have been like, <laughs> "It's not." Uh, no, you should have said, "It's not." It's like playing a violin. It's you asked not me. hard to do. What's the moral but, of the story? And not you? everybody can do it, but when they do it well, it's beautiful music. Ooh. Boom, boom. And do not steal my line. I made that up See, myself. See, that's why we compliment each other yeah. so well. I'm always carrying you. Whatever. Anyway. So you got anything else? No. I'm just since saying. you're since you're always carrying me, you need to close out. I always I'm doing everything. Anyway, uh, all right, I guess that's the show. Creative director, CEO, brainchild. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Calm down. Don't be jealous. You'll get you'll get your place in this world. Uh, Let's see how you as do always. Me. Uh, you know this is um, been fun. Catch yes. us on uh, SoundCloud, of course, Google Play. Stitcher coming to iTunes eventually. We're gonna try to work that out. Drop us an email Drop- at the POP podcast at gmail.com. Yeah, we haven't got not one. Christy didn't get one dick pic yet, so she is still <laughs> waiting for that. Hook me up. Hook her up, you know. But I mean, by the time we we come back again, she'll be right from Jamaica. She probably be like Stella got her groove back. Some Mandingo Jamaican man then tore up. What do you? What's the? What's a strong oh back? My God. Yeah, with a strong <laughs> back. A strong back. Yes. All right. No. All right, so we out of here. Uh, as always, thanks for tuning in. This has been the PLP podcast. With your boy Carlos D. And this is your girl Christy. See ya! Thank you.